Before we get started, we'd like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land in which we produce this podcast, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation, and pay our respects to their elders, past, present, and emerging. All right. Oh, oh, oh. What's that you're drinking, Todd? I've just cracked a beer, Santa. Oh, what type of beer is that, Todd? It's a Young Henry's Newtowner. It's their flagship beer, actually. Oh, Young Henry's Newtowner looks like a ruddy good beer, Todd. It's delicious. Can I have a Young Henry's, Todd? <laughs> of course. <laughs> oh, that's ruddy good, isn't it? It's a ruddy good beer. <laughs> Ruddy good, Todd. Uh, Young Henry's, it's a ruddy good beer. Ruddy good. It's a ruddy good ad. That's a great ad. I don't know where that came from. Yeah. It's almost as if we've been sponsored by Young Henry's. Mm. Nah, doubt it. Wouldn't be very punk, would it? No way. Well, it would be. They're a proudly independent Australian brewer. Oh, God. Well, you tricked me. It was a trick question. (laughs) And they're longtime supporters of Australian art and culture and music, so... I don't know how I know that. That's ruddy true, Todd. (laughs) (laughs) All right, welcome to another episode. Who we got on today? We got Tom from Methyl Ethyl as a return guest. Shout outs, Tom. Shout outs, Tom. It was a very popular episode, the last one. People loved it. I loved it. Mm, you loved you it. Love it. That's no, you loved it so much. You loved it more than I did. <laughs> you were rattling on about it for weeks. You're always going, let's get Tom back on. Oh, I'm not. <laughs> that is garbage. Everyone else is going, get Tom back on. And I'm going, yeah, it was a good episode. I agree. Just hold your horses. What's so ruddy good about him though? Yeah. I don't get and I don't get what's so ruddy good about him. Everyone's going, get Tom back on. Yeah, he doesn't even live in Melbourne anymore. I know. What was, so, what was so good about him? What was so good about that episode? He did tell a great joke. I remember that. What was the joke? Remember he did a stand-up joke accidentally? Did he? Oh, he did. Yeah, you fucking pissed yourself. That's yeah, right. Yeah, I lost it. Yeah. I remember that. All right. And what I also remember is he was talking about this Dua Lipa song that sounded like In Excess. Remember that? Yes. And I've heard that a billion <laughs> times since then, but I hadn't heard it at the time. And I always think about that when it comes on. True. He, bought the, he brought the gold. He did bring the gold. Mm. Alright, well why don't, let's crack into the intro music and get get Tom in. Okay. This is Mark Sinatra featuring These New South Wales with Catchy Smile. Catchy Smile, you got that catchy smile. Stop a while, come back with that catchy smile. Come back baby, we'll fly away. Come back, we'll just fly away Together, baby But don't tell your nonna Alright <laughs> Welcome to another episode right. of What A Great Punk Hello, Todd Hello, Jamie How are you? So good Aren't we delighted to have one of our one of our favourite friends and guests back on the pod? Twinkle Toes Delighted Twinkle Toes Delighted Over the moon I'm starstruck uh, Tom Stewart from Methyl Ethyl Welcome back to the pod. Twinkle toes, Tom. <laughs> Twinkle toes, Tom. <laughs> That's what they call me. <laughs> they do. They do. That's what are you, you call me. Are you quite light on your feet, Tom? Um, <laughs> I thought I was, but I'm in a new house now and I've got housemates and they just like keep sneaking up on me because I've got really thick like 70s carpet mm. and they're just pattering around so lightly and I think I've become more heavy-footed as a result of that because I want to know... I want them to know I'm coming. <laughs> Is that right? So it's like the carpet's just absorb, absorbing all the foot noise. Yeah. 
But when I go downstairs, I'm, I'm very heavy-footed, just clumping around. Is that And that's out of a mark of respect for your housemates, so they know you're coming down the stairs? Yeah. I want to, want to give them a heads up. So you're just like willfully clumping around the house <laughs> yeah. just out of respect. <laughs> <laughs> willfully clumping yeah. around the you're house. You're like bashing pans together when you're making your pasta. Especially if they've been asleep upstairs for ages mm. like, and I've just come home. I'd, I'd really want them to know that it's just me. It's not a burglar or anything. Yeah. 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 They know by the sound of the clomp. Yeah. And you're just whist- yeah. whistling through the hallway. <laughs> hey, so you got, I'm just going to hit record here. Sorry. Oh my god. <laughs> um, so, so y- you've got big, thick '70s carpet. You look like you're in a full '70s style mm. house, like that exposed kind of light brick right now. That um, that is that pe- peach coloured curtains. Would you say? Yeah, I'd say it's it's pretty peachy. You look it's like, like a big Italian palazzo kind of uh, house in Fremantle. Stunning. It looks stylized, like you're on the movie or something. My life is is kind of like that sometimes, just a big movie. <laughs> I'm in Hackers. Jamie's in, what are you in, Jamie? I'm in, uh, well. You're in um, Point Break. Yeah, Point Break. This is and, in reference to our Zoom backgrounds, by the sorry. way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And Tom, you're in like, what? I don't know. Scarface. Scarface. Just at Nonna's, Nonna's house. Oh, yeah. That's not a movie. Nonna's House 2. <laughs> you haven't seen Nonna's House 2, Todd? No, no, I've seen Nonna's House 2, but not Nonna's House 1. <laughs> Number 3 is coming out soon, so you've got to brush up. Sick. All right, I'll, get, I'll chuck one on this weekend. Tom, you've been, um, you've been like really living out the sort of cowboy vibes for a while now, but quite. Are you still, you're still on that tip? Yeah, I kind of am. Is that yeah. like... Is that embarrassing? Because it's been around. No. Oh. I know it's a pretty timeless, timeless look, but it has been around a long time. How long have you been doing it, would you say? I feel like I only fully embraced it when I bought a cowboy hat in Texas. That's mm. all it takes sometimes. That was the catalyst. And I was like, well, I just spent quite a bit of money on this um, <laughs> authentic yeah, like beaver pelt three day cap. Peant, three days of peant, <laughs> PM. What are, oh, what are they called? Shut the fuck up, Todd. <laughs> PM, DM. <laughs> three days of PM, DM. Carpe DM. Per DMs. Oh, yeah. per DMs. I'm trying to say three days of per DMs. Yeah. Have you guys um, heard Carpe TM? No, what's that? No, what's that? It's just like when you have a real go-getter tour manager. <laughs> <laughs> that is good. That is real good. What was the joke The joke you made last time you were on here that made Todd literally mm. die with laughter? Do you remember that, Todd? I hope you wrote it down in your notes. Well, you guys have got it, got it in the archives there, Todd. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I, we, I could spend about an hour going back to find it, but I won't. It was so funny. You've, I've never heard you laugh that hard. I've still to this day, I've seen Todd laugh that hard like maybe three times in his life. <laughs> it was a total accident as well. I don't, it, I don't yeah. think I can do it again. I hope, no. you don't, I hope your hopes aren't high for this episode. They're very high. Yeah. yeah. We'll no, see. no, no. Pressure's off, man. Just, just chill. <laughs> How many episodes have you done now? This That's is like 90 something. Oh, yeah. This is 98. Is that right? No, 97. 97. One of those two. Quite a yeah. lot. That's huge. Mm, thank what you. What are you going to do for the 100th episode spectacular? We're actually going to have a live pod in Melbourne and that's the first time we've announced yeah. it. So hey, congratulations, listeners. <laughs> Hit a button, Tom. Yeah. Well, that's actually really cool because we were meant to announce that as sort of part of housekeeping for this episode, but we didn't really want to. So thanks for bringing that up. Well, there it is. 
Um, yeah. Number episode 100 will be a live pod. <laughs> we'll announce the guests later, but they're both organised. Yeah, they are organised. It will be at the Bendigo Hotel in Melbourne. A ticketed event. It, um, it's yours truly. It's We were going to sell the tickets this week, but we couldn't for various reasons. So they'll be coming out when they come out. And over the course of like nearly 100 episodes, do you guys reckon you've managed to get to the like essence of what it is to be a punk? <laughs> <laughs> There's been very little talk of that, very to be honest. Right. But, um, we can get into that now if you want. What do you reckon it is, Tom? I was thinking about it. Mm. And um, I feel like it's it's about straddling the line between giving too much of a fuck and not giving a fuck at all, mm. basically. Because if you like, don't give a shit about anything, then you're like, you're a nihilist. Yes. But if you like care enough to you know, get some stuff done, that's a bit more punk. Mm. Yeah. If you care too much, you're a sweat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And you've got to be like down to like shoplift from Coles, for example. Like that's yeah. pretty that's part of the punk Do, ethos. Is that punk? I don't reckon that's punk. <laughs> oh, just yeah. cheese and no, stuff. No, because you're taking you're sh- you're sticking it to the man when you shoplift from Coles. If that's punk, I'm Sid Vicious. Yeah. <laughs> um, I haven't stolen just as a as a you know, I haven't stolen for a very long time. I put that I left that behind me. I remember your shoplifting groceries days. I went through a that little in phase. Chippendale. The one in Chippendale. The Central Park one took a few bags. Central Park bags one. <laughs> Swipe, scanned a few things and there's onions there, didn't you? Yeah, but no, but I got more brazen than that. I yeah. was just taking three or four <laughs> shopping bags into Coles, filling them up and walking back out. <laughs> That's so scary. Which is so hectic. I can't believe I had the... I was nuts. Imagine doing that, that now. That is hectic. Yeah. I was just walking around the veggie aisle, just like a couple of sweet potatoes, a couple of Brussels sprouts, a <laughs> couple of heads of broccoli. And then I'd go down the yoga aisle, I'd get a kilogram of jalna because I was eating yeah. a kilo of jalna at the time of day. Yeah. And so that's a, that's, a, that's a big habit to, to maintain. It's expensive. Kilo of jalna. It's a big <laughs> habit to shoplift too. They're not small, the kilo tubs. Nah. Mm. That is brazen to say the least. It's yeah. so brazen. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, and, but I stopped... I stopped doing it because I woke up to myself and was like, that's just not in line with mm. basically everything that you mm. stand for. You're being a dick. <laughs> um, but if you had to like steal one thing now, what would it be? Just mm. like to scratch the itch. Well, there's, oh. look, there's no itch, but I'm going to play the game anyway because it sounds like a fun game. Because <laughs> I've got like a sick kind of thing that I do at Coles sometimes. Oh, you do? Oh, yeah. Can I guess? Yeah, yeah go on. <laughs> you... Walk down, say, the candy aisle or the aisle with the little bags of nuts and snacks and things and you just take one off the shelf and just eat it as you shop. So you're technically not shoplifting because you don't leave the store with it, but you're enjoying the free snacks. That's a good loophole, but I've never actually oh, done that. Okay. Except for like grapes or something where it's like, it's just expected that you would have oh, a little yeah, taste, you know? Grapes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, this one's like, it's pretty sadistic, I guess, because... It's not, it's okay. It's basically just going to a, to the cheese aisle. Yeah. And like, you see those little bags of baby bells. <laughs> cheese aisle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because you can't like, you can't just buy single baby bells. And sometimes you just want a single one to walk mm. home with. Oh, because they come in that netting. 
yeah, netting. Net. So like <laughs> I rip open the net a little bit and just like take one baby bell out. Oh. Oh, wow. And do what with it? Stick it up Just your ass. eat ours. it on the walk home. Eat it on the walk. I knew you ate on the walk. <laughs> but I eat it. I, I put it in my pocket and take it out of the shop. Oh. Oh. So you For the walk home. Yeah. If you just eat that in the store, then it's perfectly legal. That's yeah. not true. Especially if the netting's <laughs> already breached because I've already been in there. Well, yeah, there's 11 more up for grabs because you've already breached the netting. Yeah. Breach the net. <laughs> I couldn't do it anymore. I, I, I just would feel too bad. Mm. Um, but the, the most intense thing I stole from there was a um, uh, protein, a big box of protein powder. Oh. That stuff's like I, 150 bucks or something. I, know, I took it out of its box and just stuck it in my little magic bag. <laughs> <laughs> I've been so busted. Oh, imagine. I mean, yeah, I just... The older I get, we've talked about this before, Jamie, the more intense my fear of getting in trouble is. I just oh, don't, yeah. It's too humiliating getting in yeah. trouble. hate getting in trouble. Every year you get older, the more embarrassing it is. Yeah. Did you ever get busted for stealing when you were like a kid and you're scarred from it? Uh, Happens to so many of us. Yeah, I don't think I did. I don't think I did. Yeah, I never got busted. I was, no. Nah. Did you, Tom? Not stealing. Like I had friends who got caught stealing and then had to like watch the CCTV with their parents and stuff and mm. what a stern talking to. Yeah. When they were like really young, just lollies and stuff. Mm. Um, I got, my mum caught me graffitiing like the back of our local deli once. <laughs> and she made me go back in the middle of the night and paint over it with white paint. Oh my, my God. How did your mum catch you? She just saw it, saw it, and it was uh, like a stencil that Tom I'd made. <laughs> no, it was a stencil, and she had obviously just like oh, seen yeah. me making the stencil. Yeah. Oh, so you were into tagging? Not tagging, but they were kind of like like really lame stencils because mm. oh, we okay. had like we had like a laminator, so you could print stuff out and then cut it out and spray oh, paint it on stuff. So were they like positive messages that you were stenciling around, like? Don't be afraid to be yourself or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Lots yeah. of that stuff. Yeah. yeah. That's it's nice. not about the journey. It's about how you get there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You you weren't on, all the other kids were doing like ACAB stencils, but you were in the like, you know, live a good life kind of vibe. Yeah. Not all cops. Not all cops. <laughs> <laughs> that is not me. Um, there's, I noticed the other day that like along our street, some people had tagged like all the bins, the green bins. Oh, yeah. Which is fairly harmless, but also yeah. like kind of annoying. It's my bin. Oh, that annoy you? Yeah. And then I was walking down the street and telling Tash that it annoyed me. And um, she was like, That's oh, funny. I know those guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's her yeah. crew. Yeah, she knows the people that tag the bins on my street, if you're listening. Tash's crew is just hit, hitting your spot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. They bombed your bin, bro. Yeah. Who gives a fuck? Isn't like the ultimate offense to like go and put out, like just, it's called lining out where you just go and put a line through someone else's oh, tag yeah. and That'll put your tag. You That'll get you bashed. Yeah. I had never really understood tagging. I remember having a desire to tag. I think I sprayed one thing on a wall, like just wrote Jamie in a sort of <laughs> angular, <laughs> in an, an angular sort of font. Um, yeah. uh, in like a tunnel. No. Yeah. And there were, I've got to say, there was a bit of a thrill. Yeah, I can imagine. 
And I think tagging crews and stuff are like, there's something cool about it. I just, not, I'm not sure I get the, I'm not sure I get the culture. Yeah. If I'm, if I'm deadly honest. That's cool. I'm not sure I do either. It's just writing your name on stuff so that that then becomes yours. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah, like it's your like, territory. Yeah. It's like, yeah, pissing, something like that. Pissing on the corner of a wall or something for a dog. Yeah. For dogs. Yeah. 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 And then you just go around and like sniff the other dog's piss on the, Oh yeah, you gotta find like a poor old like grandma or a grandpa that have like no they're living off like a tiniest pension and then just just like graffiti and destroy their property. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what it seems like yeah, to me. That's what you that's what you meant to do. And then um just like when they paint their fence again, go back and do it again. That's fucking bullshit. It is bullshit. Or find like a struggling business owner and just tag their window. <laughs> But like scratch it into the glass with a knife or something. Yeah, yeah. So it's really expensive to fix. Yeah, that's fucking bullshit. That's yeah. what I hate. Yeah, I hate like, that too. I'm all for tagging a wheelie bin. Yeah, that's fine. Like I think, go ahead, tag a wheelie like, bin. Yeah, cool. Carve cool, your man. name into a tree. Not too you, big though, because that's that's bad as well. You've you've landed on my. Oh, dude, I was walking through the botanical gardens the other day, mm. and there was a big tree, a big like splayed out tree. <laughs> it's very sort of low. And long branches, mm. and it had <coughs> carvings all through it. And the um, the park rangers had hung up a <laughs> excuse me, the park rangers had hung up a sign on it saying, "Please do not carve your name into me, lovers." Um, as fun as it may seem, it really hurts me, and it sends water to repair, and basically it kills me. Yeah, and I was like, oh, message from a tree. <laughs> I'm more likely to take that seriously than like a message from the park ranger. True. Yeah. I feel like the tree is actually speaking to me then. That's true. It's a little less like getting in trouble by the man. A little yeah, less but authoritative. authoritative. If anyone's listening out there and they think it doesn't hurt a tree to scratch, you know, I love Jemima into <laughs> it. Mm. Oh, you're wrong. <laughs> yeah. So, Tom, you're back in Perth. Back in Perth as of like November last year. It's okay. been ages. In, in the words of uh, the late, great Bob Dylan, how does it feel? <laughs> <laughs> feels, uh, yeah, it feels really, really good, i got to say. I don't want to rub it in too much because I <clears throat> realise that you're not actually in Ibiza or whatever your background mm. suggests. I know yeah. you're locked up at home. Mm. Yeah. But... Uh, it's great. It's so good. The sun's shining. Is it hot there today? No, it's it's getting a bit chilly now, but I did go for a um, cold dip at the ocean two really? days ago. Gorgeous. Yeah. Um, is, did you move because you was the lockdown broke you and just wanted to get back there or did you have other reasons? That was definitely a massive, massive part of it. Mm. Like after last year in Melbourne. Yeah. I think it was like 165 days or something. Yeah. Of just like yeah. bumming around in my shoebox apartment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and even like before all that stuff, like every time it gets cold in Melbourne, I just kind of mm. dream of living in Fremantle. Okay. Um, which I wasn't doing. I was actually like living back at home, but um, Stella, our mutual friend, Shout out and Stella Marcel. Donnelly have let me sublease their room while they're in Melbourne. So, so you're in their house? Yeah, I'm in their house right now. Oh. Wearing all Stella's clothes. And <laughs> Sick. Yeah, using a shampoo. That's so good. 
you can go through all her um her photos um of her bird watching photos. Oh, there's a lot of bird paraphernalia. There's there's pictures on the walls. There's endless books. She's love. She loves birds. She's become a bird fanatic. Yeah, there's a big um conglomerate of them in Fremantle. Actually, the other housemate here is a big birdie. Yeah, he's a big birdie. Oh right, way into oh, it. Wow, could you see yourself doing that? I've always had a a little bit of a bird thing, but I've never like bought a pair of binoculars or. Um, oh yeah, he's got a thing for birds, Tom Stewart. <laughs> yeah, I've got <laughs> I've got a couple. You know why they call him Twinkle Toes? You know why they call him what, Todd? Twinkle Toes. Oh, why is that? He loves twinkling around like a like a bird on his tippy toes. <laughs> Good on you, Todd. Good on you, mate. You weren't meant to. It was just meant to be. You know why they call him Twinkle Toes? Ends. You laugh. You're not really sure why, but you know it's a joke, and you're supposed to laugh, and then you move on. That's the how. The that unfortunate works. thing was is that you. No one heard you, so uh, you were forced to repeat. You're forced to repeat a throwaway gag. I thought you put all the laughter in in post production anyway, don't you? The, yeah, yeah, pretty much. Huge audience laughter. I mean, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm in control of the tools, so we'll see how it goes. We'll see if I'm in a good mood while I'm editing this. I took a risk. <laughs> I took a risk, yeah. and it didn't. Good pay for you. Off. That's yeah. what, That's this what whole good comedy about. is. Definitely, yeah, you exactly. got taking risks. You got to risk it. Yeah, that one didn't pay off, but the next one might. You got to risk falling flat on your face. Mm. That's that's been the that's been the um the thing that we've really I'd say in the last hundred or so episodes really uh, learned about punk <laughs> is you know. Get out there and give it a go. Yeah. That's punk. <laughs> that is punk. Try your best. Yeah, don't care. Just don't care as much. That's punk. But don't care. Don't not care too much. You've got to care a bit. Yeah. Yeah. You've got to straddle the line, like I was saying. Yeah. Straddle yeah. it. It's a balancing act, baby. Mm. It is. Um, did, did you... So you're living next door to Scarlett and Jin? Yeah. Mm. Scarlett from San Francisco, Jim from Pond. Shout outs. I listened to their episode of the pod, actually. Well, thanks for hooking that up. It was you that suggested those two as guests, and it was a fantastic episode. Yeah, they're classic. Mm. They're, um, I can all, almost see into their little house from up here. Wow. Sometimes I try and perv, but they... Um, Do you? Get the binoculars. Twinkle toes. They keep That's why they call you twinkle toes. There <laughs> <laughs> we go, Todd. Well done, mate. <laughs> Should have saved that. Yeah. The, um, yeah, I'm always standing on my twinkle toes and... Mm. Borrowing my housemate's binoculars to That's try and get a look in, but what you haven't saying? seen anything yet. I just overhear good snippets of, of stuff. Like horny, um, horny things? No, Todd. nothing nothing horny. <laughs> no. Nothing horny at all. <laughs> um more like James, can you take the washing off the line? <laughs> <laughs> Shit like Damn. that. I hope no really fans are listening because that'll ruin the rock star kind of you know, rock stars don't take their washing yeah, off the no line. Way. Well, that's cool that you're back in that. Like, just judging off what are the limited things I've seen on social media alone, it looks like you're like really getting into getting back into your circle of people there and enjoying the company of your fellows. Yeah, there's, it's a good group of friends and like people have been mates with for like a decade now. So, yeah, mm. it's nice to. Not that I don't miss my good Melbourne chums. Yeah. But uh, it's been, it's just like, it's been weirdly normal over here throughout this whole COVID thing. Um, people still take it seriously and, and stuff, but 
some of them have never had to like have have a test or like wear a mask really. Yeah. Mm. Stunning. I know. I feel like I'm back from the dark side basically. Oh, I'm, I'm almost ready to rage against the machine over here. Are you? I'm getting sick of it. Yeah. We don't want to make this a COVID cast, but like, yeah, I'm getting ready to rage against the machine soon. COVID cast warning. Yeah. <laughs> Incoming COVID yeah, talk. COVID talk. Accomplished. Yeah, well, yeah. it's been a while. Yeah. This podcast is pretty much all COVID related. Like when we started out, we were like, let's just make a COVID cast. <laughs> um, we'll get guests who are in lockdown. We'll talk about the genomic structures of each of the different strands. <laughs> we'll, you know, interview people who have really felt, uh, you know, uh, f- felt felt what th- things about COVID, you know, that's that's the kind of, how are you dealing with it? How have you found it? How's life now? All that sort of stuff, you know? It's mainly a COVID cast. Mm. But would there even like be a pod without COVID? Potentially. We did talk about it beforehand. Yeah, we talked about it beforehand. But it was definitely, it, it helped us, it helped, it helped put, get, get us get the wriggle on, put the boot in the ass, so to speak. Speaking of a boot in the ass, were you at the um, Fremantle Dockers game when they played Kevin Parker's... Um, Fremantle Dockers song? Um, <laughs> I wasn't, but... And I'm not a huge footy guy. Are you a Dockers supporter? Well, yeah, if I had to pick one, it would be the Dockers, but I actually was at the pub with Ginoli and Nick watching that game, and it's like the first time I've watched a game of footy and like gotten really into it. Yes! Mm. It was a great game. That was against my team, Sydney. Yeah, right, right. It was so good, that game. Yeah, I was really actually, I surprised myself how much I got into it, but um, didn't hear the song, but then went back to Jin's house and listened to it on the monitors. monitors. How is it? I didn't really hear it either. It's it pretty, pretty rocking. Wait, tell so for those of people listening um, and myself who don't know what the fuck you're talking about what's what's this Kevin Parker made a he made a new Fremantle Dockers like anthem that they played at halftime at the stadium okay like a little pump up kind of song yeah yeah Did, was he asked to do it or he just was like here's your new song I think he I'm not sure I think he might have been asked to do it he was probably asked to and the commentators were like well isn't that great you know uh, Tame Impala one of Australia's biggest bands have written a really great sort of you know, for the new age, a new uh, a new song, and hopefully that brings new fans to the game. It makes you think, doesn't it? Like maybe all the teams should should you know make use of the very talented Australian music community and get some mm. get some new music, bring some young fans into the game because the songs are all old as fuck. They're yeah, musty. They're musty. Um, we do know, however, that the Cat Empire wrote um, what teams won <laughs> Western Greater Western Sydney's song. Oh, okay. Yeah. So they're a modern band. Oh, they're, they're very modern. Very modern band, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Shout yeah. Out. It'd be fun to, to pair all the teams with a band from oh, yeah. their city. <laughs> it would yeah. be good, eh? Yeah, Brisbane would be Powderfinger. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Adelaide, you'd probably go... Who would you go? Um, Bad Dreams for Port. And... That's a good call. Yeah. Um, I don't know who for the Crows. Can't think of West, anyone. West Deb. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're the two footy bands. 
No, Luke O'Loughlin. I know Leopard could do. Oh, he did crows. the crows one. Yeah, he did some yeah. little funk. That'd be sick. He'd nail that. <laughs> He'd do a great job. Plenty of harmonies. Because the crows yeah. have like a more of a, like a posh fan base. You know what I mean? So Luke yeah. writes like a nice like song for those people. Nice like something like dream like, pop tune. Like they're yeah. all into like ABBA and stuff. So who writes something like dream Perfect. poppy, that kind of shit. Whereas Port fans are a bit more like working class, so rock and roll, like ACDC, that kind of shit. So that's why you get yeah, your glass barbecue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, the Free Aid Doctors <laughs> one is is pretty um pretty like rock and roll, rocking or psyche, psyche rock. Like what's I wouldn't say to- it's psyche at all. It's very like Akadaka kind of um, really classic Kev's, classic pub rock. Sick. That's fun. That's fun music to write. I will say. Have you seen Kev kicking around the traps recently? Is he in Perth at the moment? Yeah, he's, he's lurking around. Lurking? There's a good good crew of people around because I guess no one can really go anywhere. Yeah, that's oh, very true. Actually, mind you, um, Scarlett and James are both on tour at the moment. Um, oh, around Australia? Um, yeah, I think the Cisco's are doing a big, big mm. um, Aussie tour. Hitting all the spots, but they had to can the Melbourne one, obviously. Oh yeah, that was going to be at the forum. I remember speaking to Scarlett about that. Jamie, we should write the Penrith Panthers song. Oh, dude, that'd be sick. Yeah, because Tom, um, <laughs> Tom's we, we were ama- we were amazed to see this morning that um Mitchell Mitchell Kenny, I think his name is, who's a Penrith Panthers player, was wearing our merch in an official Panthers video. Oh, is that a rugby on team? social media? Yeah, it's, yeah, a, it's a rugby, a rugby league team. Gotcha. Um, and we were just so stoked about that, mm. like so blown away. That's sick, isn't that sick? Is he going to come on the pod? Yeah, I said I wrote to him this morning saying come on the pod, and he said yeah, that'd be sick. Oh, that's, that's sick. Cool. Yeah. All right, that'll be fun. Yeah, I was starstruck. I was a bit starstruck too. Like I'm not even a massive. Well, I'm not even a <laughs> medium NRL fan. No. Like I, I haven't watched it properly for years. Mm. But it's just cool. I don't know. Mm. Yeah, it's weird when you get starstruck by the um the sporty types. Mm. Yeah. Have you experienced that, Tom? Yeah. I think ages ago Methyl played a gig and it was like a album launch or something and it was in a in a pretty small venue, but the um it had like sold out and Nat Fife was like in the line outside trying to get in. <laughs> oh, is he from the Dockers? Oh no, it wasn't even Nat Fife, my bad. It was Nick Nat. Oh. Where's he from? From the West Coast West Eagles. Coast, yeah. Oh, okay. Um, just trying to get in like everyone else. Just trying to get in and couldn't help him out, unfortunately. Yeah. Oh, did, did you have a chat? No, I just, um, I was too busy playing, yeah. a, playing a gig. Yeah, of course. Have you been playing gigs with Methyl Ethel? Um, we had some teed up for like the end of last month, but right. with, with Pond. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Great poster. Oh, good line. Love that poster. Yeah, it's a good poster. Shout outs to Joe Agius. Oh, uh, he's pot alumni. Joe. He made that one. Yeah, he's pot alumni as well. Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen this poster that everyone's It's really about. good. He's a good designer, Joe. Rins, Rins. He's a talented I should guy. say. I say Rins. You do say Rins. That's just the way I was brought up. <laughs> that's like Rins. Luke, Luke um, shout out says if. if. Have you noticed that? It doesn't say if. Instead of if. Yeah. No, I haven't noticed that. Mm. Rins. Yeah, Rins. If Rins were to, yeah. Do you say you're going to like go and rinse your hands off? Yeah. What the hell? Yeah, but, and I've always been caught, I've been called out on it my whole life. And I just think, what's the big deal, man? Yeah. There is no big deal. That's the answer. There's, 
like it couldn't be less of a big deal. It's like every, everyone makes a big deal of it. Well, they make a big deal of it when I say you're one of them, Todd. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> I'm being hypocritical right now because I was about to complain about everyone making a big deal out of me saying bold instead of bald. Oh yeah, yeah, they hate it when you say bold. They do. They go. I especially hate it. Izzy, um, shout outs. Izzy Beach texted me last night and said, "Can you record yourself saying Archibald?" <laughs> <laughs> I said it correctly, but then it wasn't until later I realised what she was up to. Archibald. Archibald prize. <laughs> I don't say it like that, though. You guys, I had a really cool experience this week. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm just so delighted to have an experience to talk about on pod. Cause yeah, it's hard. There's, I've, there's been a lot of indoor time recently, but I got out. I walked up to my local coffee shop in South Yarra. Mm-hmm. Big shout outs to Gilson. I'm, always, I'm forever <laughs> doxing myself, but whatever. Gilson Coffee, great coffee, great atmosphere. Standing out the front, uh, everyone's wearing their active wear and, um, you know, looking looking hot. Mm. And there's this old man, pro- probably nearing nearing 80, if not 80, and he's got these, <laughs> like, swaggy suit pants, like kind of loose-fitting suit pants, um, a nice button-up shirt with like a, with, like, a kind of sports a fresh looking like sports jacket and his, and his hair, his white hair all like kind of gelled back and a, a fresh pair of like Armani specs or something. I was like, fuck, that dude's killing it. Sick. Mm. <laughs> 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 and he ordered his coffee and I was standing at the back of the thing and he like turned around and walked off to wait for his coffee and I went, excuse me, mate. And he didn't hear me. Went, excuse me, mate. He went, yeah. And I said, I just want to say, I'm absolutely loving your style. You look fantastic. And he went, oh, thank you very much, young man. And I said, no probs. How you going? And he went, oh, I'm, well, look, I'm better now. That's a lovely compliment to receive on a whatever morning. Mm. And I said, oh, cool. And then um, he said, oh, right. So you, you're from the area, mate? I said, oh, yeah, I live around here. Yeah, just down there behind the school, docked. <laughs> and, um, and I said, what about you? And he went, yeah, yeah, I'm just around the corner here. I said, oh, great. And he said, what do you do with yourself, young man? I said, oh, I'm, I'm a musician and an actor. And he goes, oh, wow, very acting, very noble profession. It's, it's a wonderful thing to be into. Uh, I, you know, I, I think that's great. A very tricky industry, as I'm sure you're aware, but, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a very wonderful thing to do with your time. And I said, yeah, yeah, I love it. And um, I said, what do you do? And he went, well, well uh, I, I, uh, I'm the... The CEO of Village Rocha. Oh my god! Whoa! I was like, oh my god! And then he said, well, I've just, I've actually just retired. I'm a non-executive director now, but I was the Mm. CEO for a long time. Still claiming it though. That's amazing. Mm. Well, nah, he he was quick to correct Mm. himself. Yeah. But um, I said, how long you been with Village Roadshow for? And he said, sixty-three years. Yeah, well, that's why I still, yeah. That's fucking hectic. 63 years. Yeah. Graham Burke, shout outs. What a G. Shout outs. He probably made his day as well with the compliment. Well, he said at the end, he said, I just want to say, I think what you've done is a very positive thing this morning, putting positive vibes out into the community, and I really appreciate it. Oh, that's a nice story. Isn't that nice? Well done. If you ever want, so what I've learned from this is if you ever want to talk to a stranger that you think is interesting, Compliment their fit. Mm, yeah. 
Only if you mean it, though. Like, what if they're dressed like absolute trash and they can just like see right through your bullshit, your absolute bullshit compliment? Yeah, everyone. It's a it's a big stroke to the ego. Someone just goes, "Oh, nice shirt, mate," and you go, "Oh, cheers, man." Don't you reckon? It's just like pretty much like sometimes I'll be like, "Don't talk to me," but most of the time it's just it, you can't help it. It just strokes the ego. Feels yeah. good. Well, it's probably PTSD for you, Todd. Oh yeah. <laughs> last time, last time someone commented on your shirt, they took it off your back and threw it yeah, in a bin. Yeah, they did. They did too. Yeah. Ouch. Well, yeah. I thought you were gonna say they like they were like nice shirt and pointed it and then like flicked your nose when you looked down. <laughs> PTSD. Oh dear, Jamie, that story of yours reminded me of two stories. Okay, great. So I love it when me. stories yeah. do that. Yeah. So I'm going to go into both of them right oh, now. Oh, let's go. Me. Let's okay. fucking go. I'm. Mean, hang on. I'm just going to kick up my feet. All right, yeah. they kicked. Go. Story number one. So do you remember that time when we were... Um, all right, I'm going to go deep into the story. So um, we went to Malibu this one afternoon, Tom. Um, Jamie, Ben, Jamie's brother, and I, and our friend Jeff went down to Malibu. Is that right, Jamie? That's exactly right. Todd. And the reason we went down there is because Jeff was on a plane and he made friends with this guy called Dingo. And um, Dingo, <laughs> Dingo was a surfer in a surfing crew. Um, I imagine they both had decent seats on the plane. Yeah. Um, and Business class. So you get talking in those kinds of seats. If you're in oh, the God. back Not seats, that I'd know. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know either. But yeah. I imagine you chat in those seats. But when you're in the back, you don't chat to just the riffraff that's around you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but in those seats you do. And Jeff um, befriended this guy because he was like, because Jeff's a pretty successful director. And so he, Jeff was going on about how he's directing, like going over to direct Modern Family and all this shit. And um, so Dingo was starstruck by that. But then Jeff was starstruck by the fact that Dingo was a surfer. Anyway, Dingo says to Jeff, come... Um, Come down to the beach and I'll take you take you surfing. This is so LA. It's funny how like LA starts before you even land in LA. Yeah. (laughs) It starts um, at the airport. It is. Like that time we saw um who did we see? Um the guy from The Price is Right. Oh, we saw Larry Emder. That's a perfect example. You see Larry Emder. Larry Emder's so LA. That's so LA. (laughs) Anyway, so um Jeff's Organised for Dingo to come visit the Modern Family set to check it out and return Jeff gets a surfing lesson down in Malibu. So Jeff invites us down there because we were there at the time as well. So we, oh, and the other thing was Dingo's like, um, was it, was it the Kardashian that was having a party down there? Jamie? Oh yeah, that's <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was like. It was the Car- very LA. Yeah. Yeah. It was like the brother. Rob, was Rob Kardashian was having yeah. a party. Yeah, Rob, someone, something like that, and um, Jeff's like, "Do you guys want to go to Rob Kardashian's party?" And we're like, "Fucking oath, we do. That sounds so fun." So we go down. He's like, "We'll go down and have a surf with Dingo, and we go to the party later." So anyway, we go down to um, down to the beach, hang out awkwardly on the beach, meet this guy, Dingo, Jamie, and <laughs> Ben going for a surf. No, was it who went in? I, I went in for a to. surf. I had a surfing lesson with him. Yeah, for free. Sick. For free. I Hang on, are you gonna, is there a punchline with Dingo? Like, are you going to reveal who Dingo is? No. Nah. Because isn't Dingo Taj Burrow? I thought oh, it was I Taj Burrow. I was. I think it was Taj Burrow. Okay, yeah, I didn't know. I have no idea. Shout out. Anyway. 
Well, I was the punchline for me is when we were sitting in that bar. Oh yeah, <laughs> with a bunch of people, and um, you, um, some people having a conversation, and Jamie goes to <laughs> the girl next to him. He goes, "Was it like so? You you're from around here? <laughs> yeah, something and like then that." She kept talking. She didn't hear me. She didn't hear me. And then he kind of looked at me and I was just like smiling. <laughs> you caught me. You were cracking up laughing. And then he goes, oh, I'll go again. And he goes, you from around here? And she just kept talking again and then looked at me. <laughs> and then he looked at me again. And I just pissed myself. But that just story of you like having to say that to that guy twice reminded me of that. Time. Yeah. You know, like when you try to, when you try to talk to someone and you do it uh, timid, timidly without yeah. confidence... It like it does something to the other person's ability to hear you. I swear to God, you know mm. when you like approach someone meekly, your voice just cancels itself out. Mm. I can't believe you went in for round two. Like, yeah, we that, round that two. is so <laughs> bold. That's, that's the story and the exact same thing happened again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, most yeah. people would just shrug it off and be like, "Okay." Yeah, yeah. you're like, "Fuck." Yeah, that you know. Um, she didn't want anything to do with me. She didn't want anything to do with any of us. Yeah. It's a pretty pathetic, like, opening line as well. Ah, no. Tom. <laughs> Tom, be nice. I don't know. It just seems Yeah, bit... so you're from, you're from around here? You're from around here? Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Malibu. Surely it was better. Surely I had a bit more style than that. I probably, I think... would, I probably would have said something like, so you're a beach baby? <laughs> yeah. Way hey, better. Excuse me. You you a beach baby? You a beach baby? Hey boo, you put the boo in Malibu, doll. <laughs> oh fuck! <laughs> That's how they operate. They would have. I'm sure she would have loved that. They need more confidence. They they were the sort of people that just like um, where our worlds are so different that they will never care that we exist. Do you know what I mean? Do you ever like, or like you don't you don't have any effect on each other's lives? You live parallel universes in the same. Yeah. Well, yeah. Did you look um, like really out of place at the um? Probably a bit. At the bar looked like kind of skinny, like pasty, pasty, like kind of reasonably poor punk band guys. Yeah. It was. <laughs> it was like a. It was like a kind of prawn cocktail type of like bar too. Like everyone's yeah. on the prawn cocktails and like smelling like coconut cream and shit. You yeah. Know? There's like a bucket of Coronas and like some margaritas out on the table. Yeah, a couple of prawn cocktails. There's like yeah. fishbowl things, massive cocktail things. Nachos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't sound like your kind of joint really. Not really, yeah. not really. We're yeah. a bit out of place. High stools around the table, bit awkward, bit too loud. Um, you just got to fake it till you make it though when you're in those situations. Yeah. Well, sometimes there'll be people in the group that'll be like interested that you're not from their world, you know, and they'll take a liking to you. But that didn't happen on this occasion. But you're a novelty Tom, to them as well. They yeah. They're not looking to forge any kind of real no, friendship no, no, or anything. No, no. They're like, look at this clown. Yeah. Tom, <laughs> Tom you're one of those guys that like um, f- adapts and fits in really well wherever you go, I reckon. Like you've got a real relaxedness and a confidence and a charm about you. Thanks. I'm really greasing you up, aren't I? Um, but I feel like no, but <laughs> nah, but um, yeah, where I just feel like you like slip into those sorts sorts of situations really seamlessly. Do you agree? 
<laughs> I definitely do my best, but um, maybe not all situations. Everyone, like, I definitely feel like a fish out of water sometimes. I've never mm. known you to feel, you know, like uh, to feel too awkward or anything. You're usually pretty calm. I guess it goes back to that um, punk ethos we were talking about before where mm. you got to give a little bit of a fuck, but not too much. Mm. So, yes. But I wouldn't, I like, I don't think I like put the effort in with people that I really can't be bothered with. Mm. Well, would you? Yeah. Exactly. Who's got time? Not me. What's, what's the most embarrassing thing that's ever happened to you, Tom? Can you remember any embarrassing things? Yeah, I've got like... <laughs> I've got like my lowest moment, but I can't talk about that. Oh, really? Uh, Why not? Uh, I get I get actual PTSD. Uh, oh, really? Oh uh, no, it's alright. I'll talk about it. Yes. You can change. You can change the names of the key of the key players. No, it's alright. Okay. I don't. Um, it was just me. Maybe when I was like nineteen years old. Yeah. And it wasn't like a fitting in thing, but. I cut. <laughs> I'm having flashbacks, but uh, <laughs> it was at a festival, and um, we were playing, and there was like a cool, like rapper guy playing. Mm. Yeah, who was it? Um, yeah. Odd Future. No, nah, no, nah, not. I'm not like I'm not. I wasn't familiar with this person really at all at yeah. the time, right. but it was that Joey Badass guy. Oh, oh yeah, 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 he's cool. Yeah. Yeah, I thought he was cool too. Mm. Until. Oh. Nah, basically what happened was. <laughs> it's so lame, but. He was like. Um, I was talking to like him and his DJ before their set or whatever, and they were like asking everyone for weed. Mm. And I was like, oh, that's like cool. I got some. Um, like, I'll definitely like give you some if you want. <clears throat> and then. He was like, can you bring, like, a joint out for me to, like, on stage? (laughs) 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 Which is just like... No! Yeah, exactly. Um, And I was like, oh, yeah, all right. And then, like, (sighs) got hell boozed and, like, ridiculous and did it, basically. And then, like... He, his DJ guy like flipped out at me and I got like spear tackled by two security guards and kicked out of the festival. (laughs) (laughs) And then I got back in and just had to go and like sleep in my car for a few hours because I was so ashamed. Oh my God, dude. On stage in front of the whole crowd. Yeah. It's good to talk about though. It's good to talk about because I'm ready. It's a long time ago now. I'm ready to let it go, I think. Yeah, it's fine. Did you say Joey? Joey asked me to. Joey asked me to. Get off me. Yeah, yeah. Joey, Joey, (laughs) Joey. Tell him, tell him, man. Joey. He stood me up. And ever since then, I just like, whenever I see his music pop up, I'm just like, I can't do it. Sorry. I thought you were cool. Wow. He fucked you. He fucked and cucked you. Yeah. Oh, so do you reckon he was setting you up? He's like, I need someone. For our security guards to tackle. So that yeah, I look so, really cool. So I look cool. So I'm going to set this guy up with a mission. Wouldn't surprise me, eh? He'd probably been planning it for like the last 10 years or something. Yeah. What? So what did the DJ do when you say the DJ spat it at you? Was the DJ like, get this guy off the stage? He was or like, like that. what did he say? He was like, hey, 
we're doing a show here, man. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, well, no, he's doing a show. You're just yeah. like violating uh, everyone up. Oh, 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 shots fired at the DJ. <laughs> Damn. Nah, a lot of respect for DJs, but not, yeah, not that one. Nah. nah. Bastard. Oh, that's hectic. Nah. So shameful. I think I, I'm going red just like talking about yeah. it. Because the problem with that <laughs> story is that the embarrassing thing happened to you in front of thousands of people. I know. And, you, and you're in one of the bands from the thing. <laughs> I reckon like, yeah, I don't know. I've, I've never run into anyone who's ever like brought it up, but mm. a lot of people did say it. Mm. Have you ever talked about it with like your bandmates or anything? No, nah, but I should probably go get some therapy on it or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, well, look, from my perspective, you got nothing to be too embarrassed about there, mate. It would have sucked at the time, but it's no big deal. Yeah, it's fine. I'm over it. And mm. ever since then, I've been, yeah, like Jamie said, really working on um, my skills when it comes to like reading people on, on your first meeting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Speaking of which, I got a story I've never told anyone. Oh, yes. Which was the second story. And it comes down to reading people. Okay. And I'm going to go here. Okay. So when I was like young, like I'd say 20, 19, 20, um, I was in Sydney for like this uni thing, right? And um, when I was 19, 20, I was pretty young still. Like I wasn't like, I was still like a kid basically. Hadn't really, I'd never been to Sydney before. So I went to Sydney. I was there for a night, maybe two. And um, I um, as I had a day off. So I went on a, a ferry to Manly. Yeah, lovely. And um, on this ferry, this gentleman sat next to me. And he just started talking to me. So I just started talking back to him. And then... <laughs> This gentleman was maybe like 70. Oh, yeah. I think. Seems kind of like he's friendly and I was like, whatever, I'm just sitting in my seat. He sat in the seat next to me. I'll just keep talking to him. Imagine if he was the CEO of Village Roadshow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it could have been. I'm not convinced he's not yet. Go yeah, on, carry on. He could be. Anyway, so... Sounds like um, the guy I was talking to. Yeah, could be. So far. Um, that would check out like age-wise because your guy's around 80. That's right. That's what okay. I'm thinking, exactly. It's yeah. been 10 years has passed. Except from memory, this guy had a bit of an accent, like an Englishy kind of accent. Okay. Um, and was maybe balding a bit. Balding? Yeah, balding. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, so this guy's talking to me and then I can't really remember all the details, um, but somehow ended up like chatting, having a beer in Manly. And then having a lunch. What the <laughs> hell? Gorgeous. <laughs> Sounds nice, yeah. And the lunch was in like a fancy restaurant. Like this guy was like, he was wealthy. I could tell he was wealthy. And he was buying me drinks, buying me lunch at a fancy restaurant. Oh my God. How do I not yeah. know this story? Because I've never told it to anyone. You've I never told, told it? it? To my, I told it to my mum when I got home and she didn't like the story. <laughs> If you know what I mean. So, <laughs> she was like, oh my God, like was super worried about me. Okay. So um, anyway, he was just asking me questions. We were chatting. Um, he was telling me stories about like 
where he was staying and like this really rich house and like near where Russell Crowe stayed or lived or some shit like that. Shout outs. And um, at one point he like invited me back to his place that night. Oh. To have a whiskey. Oh. And like just hang out. <laughs> and what did oh, you yeah. say? <laughs> sounds innocent enough. Yeah, it sounds innocent enough, right? And like I actually I've kind of blacked it out, but I kind of remember him talking about like I feel like he said the word porno at some point. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't remember in what you context. You and me, Todd. Maybe like- Todd, I'm staying with <laughs> Russell Crowe. I have a big mansion around the back here. Uh, yeah. Why don't you pop round for a, a whiskey and a porno and <laughs> take, take it from yeah. <laughs> Essentially, that was essentially it, dude. Um, cigar and a porno or something like that. And um, then I ended up... Sp- saying no to that and like just splitting it going our different ways uh, you know after the ferry or something yeah but like you've that. thought about him ever since and you'd like to reconcile and why don't we we'll put a call out or, and it, my mission now Todd in life is to get you reconnected with this man <laughs> no I think he was I think I was I didn't know at the time I was too naive but I was I was getting hit on oh yeah all day it's hard to tell sometimes I was I was getting hit on all day and I didn't know and it's always felt funny to me that I was too um, naive to realise. Yeah, you were unaware that you were being hit on. Yeah, and it doesn't feel that nice. I've got to take a whiz real quick, guys. Yeah, go yeah. for it, man. <laughs> no uh, worries, that man. reminds just, me of another I'll story, though. I'll just go though. fuck myself while you do that. <laughs> Does it, yeah, Tom? <laughs> your stories are going for so long, that's, that's all it is. <laughs> yeah. <so. laughs> but, I like to tell a long story. But yeah, that reminds me of a similar story. Oh, all right. Go, yeah. Okay, the suspense. Well, we'll yeah. t- keep talking about mine, Jamie. Yeah. So, and then anyway, I didn't really think too much of it. And then I got home, and this was back before like iPhones and shit. So we didn't even swap numbers or anything like yeah. that. Because you don't, you don't have a phone, basically. Um, you had a phone. It wasn't 1972. Yeah, I had a Nokia. Yeah. But it was like, I'm not giving him mine. Like, your phone number was a bit more sacred than like swapping a Facebook thing. Or yeah. You know, yeah. Like, you didn't really hand those out. Yeah. Um, and then anyway, I um I got home and told my mum the story. I was like, I met this guy and he bought me a lunch and like all this stuff. And she was like, Oh my god! Like, what the hell? Like, she was worried about me because of it. But you were of age. Yeah, I was of age. Yeah, but just the that's nu- true. Yeah, but you I was kind of young. Like you know. Yeah, yeah. Like you that you prefaced the story age, with that, but emotionally not really. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. And you just thought you were just striking up a. Oh, I was just having like a French mango and... salad, mango shrimp salad in, in this restaurant in Manly, you know? And a glass of champagne, I just remembered that. <laughs> <laughs> it's me champagne. Uh, uh, mango shit. salad and a glass yeah. of champagne. <laughs> <laughs> mango and prawn salad and a glass of champagne. Wow. Damn. And then also that night, another weird thing happened. I was just sitting in this bar by myself, like on in Broadway, like on George Street. Like it's like... Um, there's this real like scary guy there and I think he went home with like this woman that was at the bar that was trying to hit on me and I've always since that night thought I wonder if he killed her (laughs) (laughs) I have I felt like he was like the guy from like the outback and he'd come into the city to murder her (laughs) that's horrible I have thought that. I still. So do. you just got a fishy vibe from that dude. 
Yeah, he was scary. He you was were, like Ivan Milat kind of scary. You were getting hit on a lot that day. I did twice. Older man, like, older woman. Older woman and an older, older woman and wow. an older man. Mm. You must have just had something about you that day. Yeah, I must have. New hair product or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> new mousse. New, a new mousse. You've, you've made the transition from a wax to a mousse. Yeah, yeah, a putty. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember that fudge fudge one? Yeah, that was cool. That was, was a cool brand. Smelled good. Mm. Um I need I need a piss too. Oh, come on then. It's this bloody Newtowner. Oh, I'll be yeah. back. All right. Well, bloody was, good Newtowner. Yeah, bloody good Newtowner. Um Uh I, I was gonna say you should tell your story, Tom, but we should wait until Todd gets back. Yeah, it's kind of um it's related to both your stories. Okay. Here's one about getting hit on and your one about complimenting people's clothes. Okay. What about this um what about this mustache? It's quite a it's quite a serious mustache. It's getting the hair. It's like it's about a year and a half old now. But is that, that is that right? But when it came up to about a year I started having a full mustache crisis. Oh, okay. I don't know. I just don't know if it's like if I should go back but I feel like I might look weird if I go back now. No, you won't. You look great without a moustache, but you look good with it too. Well, that doesn't really help my situation. Well, I mean, like they grow back as well, which is a good thing about moustaches. This one just took me a long time. It's my first foray into um, Mustachery. facial hair. Wow. I, I had a moustache for a time about a year I know. ago. Yeah, you remember it's that? It's kind of what, like, wasn't what inspired me, but it was a part of it. Oh, sick. How's this? We had Roger from The Cure on the pod last week. Oh, nice. And um, he told me that he got, he went to his hairdresser and asked for my haircut. You're kidding me. No. He might have been joking. Do you reckon Roger was joking, Todd, when he said he took, took he said, give me the Jamie at his hairdresser? I kind of believed it. I kind of believed it too. Yeah. Well, what did his hair look like? Similar to mine. Yeah, similar. It's a good cut. <laughs> You've had a couple since I've known you. Actually, you went like Got a few zingers. Yeah, went kind of short. Mine's mine's due for a trim. It looks good. I had, I had go short hair Jamie. when I met you. Yeah, you go get the Jamie. It's not quite long enough yet, but you could get it cut mm. into the pre Jamie. Mm. So it grows out into the Jamie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um. Well, my story now that Todd's back was okay. Also, <laughs> another moment, I guess, where I. I didn't really gauge the situation very well, but when I was working at the Queen Vic Markets over in Melbourne. Yeah, shout outs. Shout outs, QVM. Love those. Where'd you work there? I worked in a like organic fruit and veg store. One of them. So one you. One of the ones. Which <laughs> was, I can't remember I if we spoke about one. this, but it was called Queen, it was called Vic Market Organics when I was there. But mm. uh, when I left and part of the reason I left was because the owner changed and it became Twinkleberry's organic grocer. <laughs> <laughs> and you were like, nah. I was like, there's no <laughs> way in hell. Are there any around here? Yeah. Twinkleberries? Twinkleberries. I was like, I can't, I got to get out of here before the, the new sign goes up. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't be. And they start making me wear the polo shirt. <laughs> I don't want that on my resume. Um, oh, fuck. But this is pre-Twinkleberry's era. It was with the yeah, Vic Market Organics. And there was like a, like there was always regulars that would come in same time, same day every week. And this woman started coming in who was like from Belgium. 
And she was just like an older kind of woman who like dressed really well. Like I just really liked her style. And um, I, I told her that once and she like, I don't know, her English, English was like pretty good, but she, um, I don't know, she started like totally <laughs> giving off a bit of a vibe after that, I guess, when I like complimented her on her shoes or something. And um, oh, she was, <laughs> then she was like getting a bunch of groceries and I did one of my like classic kind of dad jokes. Oh, like, oh like what's for dinner? Cause like, what are you, like, why are you buying all these? And she's like, oh, I'm making this pie or this something, something. I was like, cool. What time should I come over? Oh my God, Tom. <laughs> you did all the, all the right and wrong things. I know, but I was just joking. Mm. Of course. I was just trying to sell these expensive organic vegetables. Yeah. yeah. Um, and <clears throat> yeah, she was like, oh, I, I I can't really do tonight, but oh. like maybe maybe some other time. I was like, oh, uh, I was kidding, but oh. okay. And, and then so I gave her my email address. <laughs> <laughs> Tom at Twinkleberries. Yeah, yeah. Twinkletoes, Tom at gmail.com. Twinkletoes at Twinkleberries. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, anyway, I got an email from her like a week later being like, oh, like, do you want to come over for dinner or whatever? Um, I think she even said my husband is like out of town. Oh. And she would come in oh with her God. her son who was like my age kind of. She would come in there and like apparently, yeah, I'd go over, over for dinner. And um, her, son, her son was going to be there, I'm pretty sure or whatever. Okay. But I just like, I felt like I'd shot myself in the foot so badly. Like, I was <laughs> like, I don't even go to half of my friend's houses for dinner. Yeah. Like, what am I mm. doing? Like, why would I go to this random woman's house for dinner? Yeah. While her husband's out of town. Exactly. But um, mm. yeah, I, I think I, I managed to like cancel it or whatever, but then like got another email the next week being like, oh, how about tonight? And I was just like, I just got to, like there's literally no way I can get out of this. Mm. Um, so at the time I was going out with Brooke and I was like, oh, can you please, please do me like a massive favor and come to this like random woman's house for dinner? <laughs> oh my God. And she did. And that kind uh, of like made it a little bit better, but the, the vibe was just like so weird the whole yeah, time. Yeah, we tell were there. me about the, the, the dinner. Come on. It's, this is, I'm curious. It was just so awkward because, well, firstly, I think she made something that she said was gluten-free and I'm a celiac yeah. as you both know. Yeah. Mm. Um, shut up. Uh, shut up. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> celiacs. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> um, and so like I was sitting there like eating this meal that she'd prepared like knowing I was going to get hell sick. Oh. Uh, which was probably again like I don't know like maybe this is part of why I'm pretty good at just like calling it at now because I got suckered mm. into like doing all yeah, this stuff really I really didn't want to do yeah yeah you, you didn't need to do any of it I know so you know but that is how you learn isn't it because at is. some it point in some point in your life you're like oh it, yeah that's I, true. I, I'm, I'm in this position I've said I can't I can't back out of this and then you do it and you go next time I'm backing out yeah mm. yeah that's how you learn 
But yeah, when I rocked up there with my girlfriend, she did like the vibe instantly changed. And I did think she know you were coming with Brooke. Um, I think I might have emailed her about it, but <laughs> <laughs> like your email today about the pod went straight to junk. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. I think it's because I have a Hotmail account, though. I don't think it's on you. Why did it go to the... Oh, interesting. It seems okay. like all the most important ones go to my junk folder. Yeah. yeah. Um, the email is like, if you're going to have an affair, you'd do it by something like email, wouldn't you? You wouldn't be like... you got Because you kind of... It's a little bit more secretive. Yeah, probably. Yeah. So she would have been loving it that she got the email from you. Oh, I just like... I shudder... I do shudder thinking about it all. Like I was just so <laughs> uncomfortable. Was the That's son there too? Story. Yeah, he was. But was he just like, what the fuck are you on, Mum? Why is the greengrocer and his <laughs> girlfriend here? <laughs> Pretty much. I was like, "That's what I was trying to figure out the whole time." I was like, "Are you like trying to seduce me, or do you want me to be friends with your son?" Because like, yeah, because the same age. Yeah, I don't. Was he a cool dude? What was his story? Oh, he was like a uni student doing some kind of science thing or something. <laughs> Science-related degree. Yeah. Very cool. That's funny because... We didn't have like a lot in, in common. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> in that situation, you're kind of like the mum's friend. So you are like the older... Yeah, he's got to look up to you. That, yeah, he has to look up to you, but you're the same age. It's so funny. Yeah. I've got like the guest rights... But yeah. also like friend of mum rights. Yeah. And yeah. I'm a friend with your mum, kid. I did feel like I was like up there in the hierarchy of the yeah. room. Yeah, you Definitely. were. You were second in the room. Yeah. Yeah. Um wow. sick. Well, oh, it's a great story. Never That's again. That's a good though. story. It's a really funny situation to get into. It's just like a classic um curb your enthusiasm kind of thing. But it is. I, mm. I didn't have like the tenacity of um Larry mm. David to just be like, fuck this, I'm out of here. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Can I ask Tom, have you been working on some music? Yeah, I have actually. Well, I should go back to the um the methyl stuff, like the the pond and methyl shows have been rescheduled for the end of this month. Oh sick. Oh cool. So they're still happening. Um How many shows are you doing together? We're doing two shows at Magnet House in Perth. Okay. Great. Um and then a couple over east next month. Oh, wow. Sick. Yeah, potentially Melbourne. See what happens. But <clears throat> I kind of just have the, um, I, my like expectations are so low these days as far as gigs go. I just, you have to assume they're going to get canned at any moment. Yeah. Yeah, you really do. But, uh, but yeah, I've got, got that stuff coming up. And then. Are you still playing keys in methyl? Yeah. Sick. Yeah, it's a bit of a new setup in the band now. So there's like seven of us playing for these next couple shows. Oh my God. Wow. Yeah, should be fun. Big crew. Massive crew. But then I'm also, yeah, I've, I've like finished off a bunch of solo music as well. Holy which, hell. Which, well, Congrats. actually I've got, I've, I've got the masters back and stuff, but I need to finish making a music video. Oh, Tom, this is exciting. Yeah, it's all happening. What is it, an EP or a record or a single? Or what is it? It's just a single to start with, but um, I kind of 
I filmed like a music video for it at my brother's house, which is this like old kind of 70s mansion in Perth that has somehow been like become a, a share house basically. And like people are filming heaps of stuff there. And mm. it's like a really famous kind of house in Perth. Um, but yeah, I started making a music video there and I just cannot be fucked editing it. It's so, it takes so oh, much time. It does. <laughs> it does. So you've got all the footage, but you got to edit it. Yeah. But you know, when you have like, it's the same when you're making music as well. Like, you record too many takes or whatever and it just makes editing yeah. so hard. Yeah. That's a real modern dilemma, isn't it? Yeah. Is that why you guys get Ben to do all yours? Yeah. It's so it's so <laughs> good. Ben's, a, you know, such a good yes. editor. And, you know, like editing our shows, so hectic. Do yeah, multiple takes hard. with multiple cameras and multiple scenes every day. It's no, a filing nightmare. Yeah. Lots of improvisation. So you don't even have things filed by like scenes properly or anything like that. Yeah, it's Difficult. hectic. Does he just go into like the cave and come out? Mm. Comes out, comes out pale as a ghost. Yeah. yeah. He loses all the color in his face. Remember, <laughs> we, did a, we did a month in a basement of editing in New York City and Ben was just literally gray by the end of it. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, which is so funny. But yeah, and then like when, when we improvise in scenes, it means that like if you want to use a bit from that, from that take and a bit from that take, they often don't match up because we said different things as well. So it's really hard to cut in pro mm. stuff. Are there any like discrepancies you've noticed when you've like um, watched back the show? Nah, uh, we, we iron it out so fucking yeah. like minutely, go through every single last thing and make sure it all cuts nicely. And we watch every take obviously because you don't know where the gold is. You don't want to just be like, you don't want to miss it. So it just takes so long. Oh well. Um, Tom, what was the, cause like you've been working on music and stuff in Melbourne, I know for a bit, but what was the, how did you know that you'd gotten the right song and the right sound and, you know, how did you settle into what the project is going to be? I was just, um, like making heaps of demos and stuff, I guess in, in Melbourne. And then, um, I was meant to come back to Perth in April last year before everything kicked off. Mm. And that was going to be when I would like, <clears throat> sorry, um, mix, mix it all with Jake from Methyl because he's got like a pretty good studio set up here and, and that. So sick, sick. When I did finally get back here in November, we kind of went and finished off like the first two songs. That and I think yeah, like probably just put them both out as singles. Yeah, because um, EPs kind of. Uh, I guess I'd probably do an EP later. Mm, yeah. But, but just kind of, um, yeah, trying to like do the two singles and make a video. One of them, the second one I think that's going to come out is one that I got Annabelle Blackman to sing on. Oh, great. Shout out Spotty Type. Shout out Spotty Type. And, and Solo, solo Career. career. Mm. That's mad. She's got such an excellent voice. Yeah, her voice is so sick. It is. I, remember, I think we've talked about how much we love Annabelle's voice before. Yeah, her music's so great as well. Like, yeah, I'm a huge, huge fan. Great. So she sings on one, so it's like a duet. Uh, yeah, it is. And did you write her parts, her vocal parts, or did she write them? Um, I wrote the song, and I just kind of, when I sent her the demo, it was me singing all the. It was always meant to be like a male and female voice. Yep. But um, yeah, when I sent the demo to her, I was doing the female one as well, which wasn't okay. pretty. Is it? Is it like um? <laughs> 
influenced by Lee Hazelwood? Uh, everything I do is kind of a little bit influenced by <laughs> <Yeah>. Lee Hazelwood. <laughs> That's um, so cool. It's not quite like a Nancy and Lee thing. It's a bit more moody and oh, I guess the Nancy and Lee are pretty moody, but they're pretty moody. Yeah, I guess it's more. Um, did it? Uh, yeah, it's just more like goth, I guess. Goth pop. I love that song by um, Nick Cave and PJ Harvey, Henry Lee. That's a classic. Isn't that a beautiful song? Another la, beautiful la, 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 <laughs> So good. Give us the rest. Would I know? Little it? bird uh, swoop. Is it swooped? Little bird swooped down on Henry Lee. La, 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 la. La 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 lee, a little bird looked down on Henry Lee. Yeah, look sounded right. Yeah, look. Yes, look. Um, Todd, after this podcast, go on YouTube and type in Nick Cave and PJ Harvey Henry Lee. Watch the fucking video. The video is all time. Yeah, that's a great video. Apparently, that's it's, like the first time they they kissed. Really? That's the first time they ever kissed. Was in that video. That video is unbelievable. And that song is just unbelievable as well. Okay, PJ, I'm, I'm getting it up now, just so I remember. Sick. Um, I've got a video that we should all watch together. What do you think about that? What is it? It's just... Oh! Um, it's this video I just accidentally... Well, Tash accidentally watched. It just like came up this week when she was looking at some other shit. Yeah. And it's of this... Um, this little boy, Peter Rosalita, um, Filipino boy on X Factor. Okay. And he just sings the most incredible <laughs> thing. And it's, it gives you boost, oh, boost bumps. Oh, it's one of those ones that gives you boost yeah, bumps. Yeah, boost bumps. You guys yeah. want to watch it? Yeah, go yeah, on. Go it's on. good. Yeah. Right, let's check it out. Make sure you share sound. I will. Oh, well, that, that's really exciting, Tom, about your music coming out. Have you got a project name? Um, yeah, I think I'm just going to do it under Moth Swatter. Yeah, I knew it. I love it. You like it? It's got I your tick it. of approval. It's got the ma- it's got a massive tick of approval from me. Band names are hard, hey. Yeah, Moth Swatter rules. Hey, if you yeah, li- if really you're listening, good. remember Moth Swatter is an anagram for Tom Stewart from Methylethyl with a solo project. It's going to be hot. It's going to be hard. It's going to be cool. And you haven't even heard it yet. And you That's give me a so plug that good. Yeah, that was the most Molly Meldrum thing you've ever done. I reckon. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for the shout out. Ruddy good. Uh, okay, share screen. Let's let's go. I'm ready for some shippers up my spine. Fuck yeah! Right, it's Peter, really beautiful. Go Come on, Peter. All right, uh, little boy, white suit, classic. <laughs> My name is Peter Rosalita. Yes, Peter. So sick. Get it, King. Go, Peter. And where are you from? I was born in Abu Dhabi, United Arab Emirates, but I am a Filipino citizen. What would you do yes, with a million dollars if you win this amazing competition? I would buy a Nintendo Switch. Oh, nice. A laptop for my online school. Oh. You realize you've only spent about $1,500 so far. Yes. All right, yeah. mate. <laughs> and what do you do Leave for a living? Uh, sorry. <laughs> what do you mean? He's dead. All right, let's skip through. Okay, we're rooting for you. Oh, here we go. Oh, I can tell ready? he's got a beautiful voice. For you. We can't wait yeah. to see what you're going to do tonight. Come oh, on, Peter. Smash he's not even nervous. Nah, I know. 
Get it, King. Get the bag. <laughs> Look at these huge cups of soda. I got goosebumps already. Yeah. You just fuck. Riot. Right. <laughs> <laughs> <This is laughs> oh my god, I'm covered. I'm riddled with goosebumps yeah. already. I knew it. Oh. Oh Lord. Oh, <laughs> bring the house down. <laughs> oh, I'm covered in goosebumps. Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh. Absolutely stunning. Thank you. Oh. oh. Sings so much lower than I was expecting. So much what? Like his his voice is so much lower than I was yeah, expecting. Yeah, those creamy mm. tones. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah. beautiful. Right at right at goosebump frequency. Fucking oath. Mm. Um the only complaint I have is that I could see his feelings. His, f- oh, and his yeah. mouth. not his feelings. His feelings. <laughs> no, his feelings. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but that's all right. We've all got him. No. I only um, had my first one pretty recently. I never, never had him until maybe a year ago. Oh, it's not. It's not. It's not nice, is it? No, I don't know if I have one. You've but got it. Just make sure you never show <laughs> it on if camera if you do. Yeah, yeah, not around. It's yeah, hideous. not around me. <laughs> anyway, that about ends this episode. I think. Fellas, it's yeah, been a beautiful chat. Ruddy good chat. It's been too long chat. between chats. Wasn't it good, Tom? Did you have fun? I did. I always do. It was beautiful. But I feel like you guys never want to talk off pod. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah, I, th- I feel like you want to save it all up for the um, for the airwaves. That's pretty funny coming from the guy who it's really difficult to get a, a text message back from. <laughs> <laughs> there was a phase there where... I sent you maybe like three messages, Jamie, and you didn't. What, and I didn't write back? You didn't write back. Ooh. Okay. So I'm just getting you back okay. for that. Okay, so we're oh. even now. Now, yeah, we're even. From now, so now on. Clean slate. Immediate clean text slate, back. Guys. Don't even have Todd's worth, number, so. It's not um, worth. You want my number? I don't have your number. I'll email you my number. Yeah, chuck it in the email. I'll get it out of my junk folder later. <laughs> <laughs> it's not worth holding on to these things, guys. Yeah, all right. So I suggest you both let it go. I've got no resentment whatsoever. Good. Well, it's in the past okay. then. It's done. Yeah, yeah. No. I'm not even upset about it. I'm just saying, like, I love talking to you guys. <laughs> love talking to you too. Thanks for coming back on the, on the pod, Tom. What a great punk. Good luck with the shows. Thanks. And good luck with the, the new music that you're releasing. And good luck with the 100th episode Bonanza at the Bendigo 
Hotel yes. in Melbourne. Yes. Sunday the Tickets 20th. will be on sale at some point later in the week, I would say. Brilliant. Wish All I right, could guys. be there. Me too. Oh, wait. What? Also, we're going to be releasing our live in Victoria live concert thing. Yes. Get on the Patreon for that. It's yeah, for, it's coming it's out a Patreon, Patreon exclusive. It's a whole hour or so long concert. Mm. I saw a yeah. promo poster for that. And it's a really great photo of you, Jamie. It looks good, eh? Just cool. sweating. Just sweating yeah. it out. Yeah. I love it. Doing the, um, doing the work. That's the one I'll take into the hairdresser when I want want him to give me the um <laughs> the Jamie cut. Um, Fuck yeah. Do you like that? Because it's live in Victoria, but it's also live in Victoria. I know. If you know what I mean. I got that. Oh, you got that, Tom? I did. That's actually like the first, first thing that came oh, to my mind. Oh, cool. These New South Wales live in Victoria. You know what? Oh, yeah. I was going to say it could have just been live in Melbourne, but then it wouldn't make sense with the New South Wales. There's a double. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 So anyway. Anyway. Very smart. Too, too clever Thank for you. your own good sometimes. Oh, <laughs> yeah. He was chuffed with himself with that one, weren't you, Tom? I was. I have to say that to everyone. Yeah. Get it? The emails in the Slack These group. New South Wales live in Victoria. Get it? Because we do. <laughs> Pretty cryptic. <laughs> it's live as well. And it's live. So, yeah. yeah. Brilliant work. Thank you. I'll be tuning in. All right. Okay. All right. Okay, thanks, Tom. See ya. See you later.